Hi there. I am so excited to invite you to attend our fourth annual free virtual special education and advocacy conference. We are hosting it here at Ashley Barlow Company in partnership with Rebecca Poe Teaching. And we are so excited for a few new things at this year's conference. The first new thing is that we have not just one, but two different tracks for attendance. For the first time ever, we have created a track that is specific for school staff and teachers. We also still have that traditional track that we intend to be really great for parents and caregivers in the IEP arena. So yes, we have a teacher track and a parent track. On that teacher track, you are going to learn about things like easier data collection, gestalt language processing, behavior reading, and other super hot topics in special education practice, as well as advocacy. On the teacher and caregiver track, you're going to learn about stress management for caregivers, using adaptive books, something that I have really kind of um, dove into here at my own house, inclusion advocacy, advocacy strategies, and so, so much more. That free ticket will give you one pass, one access to one presentation per hour on the track that you choose, either that teacher track or the parent track. Of course, if you are not available on January 19th or January 20th when the conference is taking place, you can buy tickets to access the conference on demand. And those tickets, of course, are available at our website, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference slash 2024. Check out the website for more information about ticketing. This year, we also have something super exciting planned. We have decided to make this a two-day event. When I partnered with Rebecca Poe Teaching, I told her that I really feel like School districts, disability organizations, and other community organizations need to start providing trainings that are accessible to teachers, related service providers, administrators, parents and caregivers, and other community members that are interested in IEP support. What if we all attended the same training? What if we all learned information about special education practice? curriculum, how to read evaluations, that kind of stuff, about special education advocacy, how we can collaborate more, how we can work together, and even about special education laws. What if we all attended those presentations and we workshopped them together? So together with Rebecca Poe Teaching, I have created the Empowered Workshop Series, and we are excited to bring it to your organization or school in 2024 and beyond. If you are interested in having Rebecca and I bring a workshop to you, you can see a preview of the Empowered Workshops on January 19th, the Friday before our main conference programming. For more information about that, either send me a DM or check out the website, again, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference dash 2024. We hope to see you January 19th and or January 20th and can't wait to connect with you. Hi everyone. Welcome to the Ashley Barlow Company podcast. I'm Ashley Barlow, your host. If you are a parent, 
a teacher or someone who works at a school, or you're a community member, a volunteer or a staff member at an organization that supports people with special education plans, a coach, a tutor, or even a grandparent, you're in the right place. Sit back with an ice cold glass of lemonade, put on your walking shoes and grab some headphones, roll down the windows and cruise. Ready, set, go. Educate, advocate, collaborate. Welcome back to the Special Education and Advocacy Podcast with Ashley Barlow. I'm Ashley Barlow, and I'm so happy you're here. This goes in the category of perfectly imperfect, except when it's just plain terrible. Because I recorded this episode this morning, and it was charming, and it was perfectly imperfect, and everything was like, eh, like perfectly imperfect. And then I went to listen to it again. Because we were having technical problems, which is typical, and it was awful. Like, here's what I did. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll, I'll let you follow along. So the theme of today's episode is what to do if you aren't prepared for an IEP meeting, dot, 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 but you have to go, right? And so I had something else planned, I'll tell you. And I, if you can't hear it, I will tell you, I have been sick. Sinus infections just totally wreck my life. I must have deep, deep, deep cavernous sinus cavities. Is that what they are? And so sinus infections for me are like devastating. And I just get super sick. But usually I can rally. And this weekend I could not rally at all. So A, I did not want to record a podcast. And B, you did not want to listen to me. Believe me when I tell you that this voice is better. And so... I was going to an IEP meeting this morning at 7.30, not having prepared for it very much. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go home and record the one that I had recorded. I'm going to record one on what to do if you are going to an IEP meeting unprepared. And so I took my phone and I stuck it inside my bra strap in my dress. I had on a cute dress earlier today. And then I talked because my microphone was right here by my mouth. When Rachel said, I can't find it, I can't get it, I thought, oh, well, I'll go find it. And I went into the drive and I had it. I don't know what happened there, but I went to play it and it was like, wow. And so perfectly imperfect, except when it sucks, is our new motto. And that was terrible. I don't even like that word, S-U-C-K-S. I don't know why I said it. But anyway, that was terrible. And so we're recording again. So now it's going to be like, what to do if you've prepared for some, if you have not prepared for something, but you've had a trial run of it. And that stinks because the episode I recorded was kind of serendipitous and a little bit self-deprecating and therefore maybe a little bit more funny than what you're going to get. But, you know, what are we going to do? So, okay. And we won't be here very long because of my voice. I don't know why I always tell you that. It's like a warning for a short episode but your thing tells you how long the episode is so I should stop telling you if it's going to be long or short because you already have that information okay anyway what to do if you're not prepared for a meeting listen step number one the first thing that you need to do if you are not prepared for a meeting is you need to be graceful you need to say to yourself self everything's okay self you got this self it is all right. You have the tools and the skills and the strategies already inside of you to go to the meeting. And it's not the end of the world. Now, listen, there could be a thousand reasons why you weren't prepared for a meeting. You have already thought, well, it's because the district didn't give me the stuff. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Sometimes you don't have evaluation reports. You don't have IEPs. You don't have the stuff. And guess what? That is okay. Is it 
right or wrong? Sure, probably look at your state's regulations. <laughs> Sorry. But is it, you know, do you have any control over that? Not in the actual moment you don't. I mean, I guess you could stop and file a state complaint for the procedural violation or something like that. That might be a possibility for you. But sometimes there's reason to go ahead and meet, even if the district hasn't given you stuff that you need. But there's also things that are either environmental, kind of nobody's fault, or they are, you know, on you. It's your busyness. It could be that you got sick. It could be that your work is really busy. It could be that you've got some other family obligation. You know, somebody in your family is sick or just needs a lot more of your attention. It could be that, you know, your organizational system has failed or that you're waiting on information from somebody else. You know, like your outside tutor didn't get you information or other therapists didn't get you any information. Whatever the reason is, like, be graceful with yourself and say, it's okay. It's okay that I'm in this situation. And we're going to, most of the time, if I am not prepared for a meeting or if a client isn't for any reason, I say, go ahead and go. Because you can learn a lot of information. You can learn a lot by going to a meeting, even if you aren't prepared. And so that kind of leads to the first thing that I like to say, and then that is be vulnerable. I walked into the meeting this morning and said, listen, I am not prepared. My clients are not prepared. And the reason for that is obvious. Listen to me. I sound terrible. I was very, very, very unmotivated and tuned out this weekend. I spent a lot of time on the couch and on the lounge chair, and I could do what my family needed for me to do, and that's about it. And so I apologize. And what I said in, in today's meeting was, I might need more time to provide client education and to be like what I call a tour guide during the meeting. And so we might need to go a little bit more slowly as a result of that need or any other need that arises because we haven't been as prepared as we normally are. So I went in and I was vulnerable. I didn't go in like, oh, yes, I've read this entire report word for word and I have a list of questions and then fake it. You know, fake it till you make it. Sometimes that's a good strategy. But I prefer like almost brutal honesty, almost self-esteem. Like we are a disaster and, you know, I've got socks flying out of my purse and I've got, you know, I'm lucky if I brush my hair because yeah. it's real. And if you think back to those five dysfunctions of the team, that, that book that I love so well, the author is Patrick Lencioni, the first dysfunction of a team, like the root dysfunction of teamwork is a lack of vulnerability. So if you go in and try to hide the fact that you are not prepared, you're going to get a worse outcome. The, the outcome that you get is going to be impacted because nobody's going to know that. And so if you model that vulnerability and say, hey, listen, I'm not prepared and you can give the reason or you cannot, but I might need a little more time or we might come to the end of this meeting and I might say, you know what, I need 48 hours because I'm waiting on this information or because I need to talk to so-and-so or because my support system couldn't be here. You're going to be in a better position. So the vulnerability is really, really important. So be kind to yourself and be vulnerable in your position. The other thing is go slowly. Meetings usually have a ton of documentation, progress monitoring reports, evaluation reports, IEP documents themselves, eligibility forms, 
manifestation determination reviews, <laughs> whatever it is, there's usually a lot of information. And if we don't take the time that that process deserves because of these, you know, things that happen in our lives, we certainly don't want to miss a detail because we're going too fast. So if you don't feel very prepared, then stop and ask questions. Read the paragraphs that are going in front of you. Say, you know what? Hang on one second. Let me get caught up. Hang on. I wasn't able to read that. Or I don't understand. Can you explain that to me again? Or like, give me a second. I think I know about that, but I just read it on this website. Can I have two seconds to go over to the website to take a look at it? You know, go slowly. Make sure that you're informed before you go to the next part. So make sure that you can conceptualize what they're talking about so that you know how present levels feed into goals, how goals feed into specially designed instruction, how the evaluation um, builds into the IEP, how, uh, you know, what specially designed instruction they're recommending and what the characteristics of that SDI are. Now, there's times, especially if you're not prepared, that you might have to say, okay, I hear what you're saying, and I think we can move on, but I don't want to agree to that until I have, you know, two days to take a look at it, right? So sometimes in the middle of the meeting, you have to say, I understand what you're saying, and I think I, under I, think I will agree, or I think I won't agree, but why don't we go ahead and move on so I can hear everything that you're saying? And then if I could just have two days or four days or whatever, then we can schedule a meeting to get back together. There are ways to kind of soften the blow of, I want to get back together. <laughs> you know, a, a lot of times districts are like, no, this is a nightmare and it takes so many of us to get together and all that kind of stuff. And listen, it is a scheduling challenge to get IEP teams together, to get all of those schedules kind of coordinated. And so if you think you're going to agree, you, you know, the federal law allows for electronic meetings. So you can say, like, honestly, I think it could be a phone call and we don't even need this entire IEP team together. Maybe we'll do, you know, like we can put together a bare bones uh, committee and or team, IEP team, whatever you want to call it. And maybe we can come up with, you know, an answer to any questions I have and, and sign it in 15 minutes. Right. And so that's one way to soften the blow. Another way to soften the blow is to tell them exactly what you're waiting for. So I just seriously need to talk to my mom. She was a special educator and I run everything past her. So I just really want to talk to my support staff, like my support team. That is understandable, right? So long as they know the why and they know that you don't want to drag it out too long and that you aren't asking for like a ginormous second meeting, then that's fine. What I always say is if you've got the right and your parent rights to have the meeting be conducted in a language that is understandable to you, then surely you've got a right to understand the entire set of documentation before you sign it, right? And before you agree to it. So I think that's a good way to make that argument. So go slowly and kind of as like a subset to that one, ask questions. Be nice to yourself. Be vulnerable. Go slowly and ask questions. And then, you know, at the end, if you don't feel like you're ready to sign everything, then don't sign it, you know, then don't sign it. Okay, those are my three tips 
for what to do if you have to go to an IEP meeting and you are not prepared. I hope that helped. I will talk to you next week, same time, same place, and hopefully with at least average audio quality.